I'm Emma Louise Coffey, and you're welcome to The Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights, and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. And on this week's show, we ask the question, do you need to milk your cows anymore? Or can a robot do it for you? Chagas technician Caroline O'Sullivan explains how to cut down on the labour input around the milking process. The robot is consistently working all day, all night. It never stops. The only time it won't milk cows is when it's being washed. And the way it's set up here is it gets washed at 5 o'clock in the evening and then 5 o'clock in the morning. So it takes half an hour for the two washes, so 15 minutes each. So the, this robot is capable of milking for, say, 23 and a half hours per day. Within that time, uh, how many cows is the robot capable of milking? So um, in theory, um, the robot is capable of milking, of doing about 160, 170 milkings per day. Now at the moment, we have about 155 to 160 milkings per day, uh, with about 6% free time. So it means really that this robot is being maxed out um, for the most part. Like 6% free time is underneath the recommended free time of 10%, which allows you to um, to fix breakdowns um, or do um, cleaning on the robot or change liners, etc. Um, Just on terms of at 160 milkings per day, that would support, say, 80 cows milking twice a day. Is there any opportunities to actually milk more? You, you know, you mentioned we can go as far as 170 per day. You know, how is that? Po- how could that be possible? So if you want to do more milkings per day, basically what you'll have to do is have your cows milking quicker, um, I think. I, I reckon the limitation here at the moment is that our cows, there are a few cows that are milked, they're just slower milkers. So to increase the number of milkings, you could take these cows off the robot and just put on cows that are uh, faster milking. At the moment, um, my average milk, milking time is um, 8 minutes and 48 seconds. So if we could reduce this figure down, you could get more cows to the robot and thus more milkings. Um, at the moment, we have 86 cows on this robot milking 1.8-ish times per day. You can increase the number of cows on the robot if you reduce the amount of milkings that they do per day. So at the moment, it's set up that the cows here can milk a maximum um, of 2.3 times per day. That means that some cows will come in and milk 2.3 times a, three, 2.3 times per day but others might come in and just milk 1.5 times per day um, it's a lot to do with their milk yield um. so with cows milking during the day and night this means that cows have to volunteer or present themselves for milking you're not droving cows in and out every day um, how does this work so yeah like you said cows actually have to come in themselves you can't be going out getting them one by one because obviously that would be a 24 hour job and completely defeats the purpose of having a robot that, that saves labour so it's basically comes down to your grass allocation and the grazing system that you have. So the majority of farms in Ireland are running are operating an ABC grazing system. Now the one we're doing here is an ABCD grazing system. They're more or less the same except you have one extra block of ground. They work by allowing cows out to certain blocks of ground for certain periods of time. So for an ABC grazing system, cows are usually left out to each block of ground for periods of eight hours. So they go to A um, for eight hours, they come in, they go to B and they come in and they go to C again and back to A. Um, Cows won't, cows will spend different amounts of time in each block, each cow is different. So some cows will go out to block A first thing in the morning and she she could spend 10 hours or 11 hours there. But when she comes back in the next time, she might get milked and sent to a fresh block of ground. Other cows, they might have gone out to block A 
an hour before it closes. So they might only get two or three hours there and they'll come back in. But they'll automatically get sent to the fresh block of ground without ever being milked. So cows don't get stuck in the yard if they're not due for milking. Um, with block D, it, it operates the same way, except you will have allocations of grass for six hours as opposed to eight hours. So then cows should return to the yard more frequently. So for your system here, where it's an A, B, C, D system, you have four separate blocks. Does this mean that you have four allocations of grass per day? And if that's the case, do you have an equal allocation of grass for each of your four blocks? So um, at the moment, blocks A and D are the two biggest blocks that I have on the farm. So therefore, the cows will get a lot of their grass from those two blocks. Um, If a cow is eating, we'll say 18 kgs of grass, she'll get about 12 kgs of grass between those two blocks and she'll get the remaining five and a half or six kgs between blocks B and C. Now blocks B and C are my nighttime grazing blocks and in order to encourage cows to come in at nighttime, you have to keep them a little bit tighter in those blocks. Otherwise what will happen is they'll go out, they'll eat grass and they'll just lie down for the rest of the night until, the, until it gets bright again in the morning. Um, and then that will have a, a, an impact on your milking here because there'll be no milkings done at night. And when you have 80, 86 cows, you can't afford to not have cows milking at night. So you have to be very careful with the allocations of grass at the night, in the nighttime blocks. So Caroline, can you explain your daily routine? So daily routine from day to day is, is very similar. I would come in here, I'd have one quick look in the yard and see if there are many cows in the yard. And then I'd have a look on the computer here and see if there are cows that are due for milking that didn't present themselves during the night. Um, usually at the moment, the cows are very good. So there are usually not too many on the collect cow list. Um, if there were, I would go out and I'd find them and have to bring them in. Um, then I'd, I would have a look at the filter sack and change that. Usually that's changed twice a day, so morning and evening time. Um, any cows that are sick, then that I, if I come across any sick cow or a lame cow, I'll um, have a look at our treater. Um, usually if there are cows that are that are lame and maybe I know the hoof pair is coming today, I can have them drafted out the previous night or that, that morning. Um, so the robot will draft for me automatically uh, once I set it up. And then once I have checked the cows, checked the robot, cleaned the robot arm, cleaned the laser just to make sure it's working properly, um, I'd go and then I would allocate grass for the next two blocks. So once I had that grass allocated, I would come back in then do a bit of my, my paperwork, computer work, have a look at any cows that may be showing up in the high somatic cell count because I can look at that report here on the computer. In terms of using the robot, there's a huge amount of physical information um, being harvested, say, on a daily basis, but even actually with each uh, milking occurrence. What sort of information do you look at on your, from your robot reports? So the first one I would always look at is the SSE. Um, somatic cell count and see if there are any changes from the day before if there are any problems if there are problem cows showing up usually I would just keep an eye on them for one or two milkings and sometimes they can just drop back down again sometimes what can happen is if a cow goes too late for milking and she's she's late coming for her next milking then her that milking could have a high ACC but the next time she comes in it could be fine again so I don't automatically um work on a high somatic cell count that I might see. I'll just observe her for one or two milkings and then treat her then after that, take her out, treat her um, if there's a problem. Other reports then you can look at are the milking the milkings per day. So I like to look at it and make sure that they're milking consistently throughout the day, that there's no times of, um, of free time. 
Um, and if they are, then I would go and look at maybe I made a mistake allocating grass the for the previous block. Um, heat probability this time of year is very important. Um, it'll it will flag up any cows there that have an increased activity, and thus they could be going to dairy. When cows are being AI'd here, the heat probability will automatically, the, the increased activity will automatically be recorded, and I can set up um, a system here where the cows are automatically drafted out for AI um, for the morning or the evening time. Other reports are the amount of milk that each cow is milking per day. Um, it will tell you everything about that milking. It'll tell you her fat and protein. It'll tell you how long she's been milking for. And also, if there's a problem with any of the clusters, let's say there's a, an, a, a bleed hole blocked, it'll flag it up on the computer here because it'll take too long to milk that quarter on a number of consecutive cows. In terms of some of the practicalities of the robot, how long does it take to train cows to the system? So I find that mature cows are harder to push into the box the first time they get milked because they're not used to walk into a, an enclosed space. Um, but then once the robot actually starts to attach to them and the first cluster goes on, they settle down straight away because they realise that they're being milked and they're used to it from a milking parlour where the cluster's put on. Heifers can be a little bit more nervous. They kind of can be a bit jumpy. But usually what I do is I put them through the robot um, a couple of weeks, a couple of times in the weeks before they calf and give them a little bit of meal inside there. And once the meal starts coming into them, they're quite happy to stand up then. You'll some get some awkward ones that might take three or four or five days to train to the robot. But in general, training them to the actual milking process is not that difficult. The most difficult part, really, of, of robot and grazing is teaching them to come back in from the grass and come back in for fresh, to come in to get milk and go on to fresh grass. Once the herd starts calving in and once you've a lot more mature cows, they kind of follow each other and in reality any new cow that's put on or any new heifer that's put on, it should be trained in less than a week. You were saying that you've about 86 cows in the robot, they're milking uh, 1.8 times per day. What sort of performance are you seeing um, from, the, from the cows? So at the moment they're milking about 26, 27 litres um, fat and um, milk solids of about 2.1, 2.2 kgs of milk solids per day. It's ve very high performance, you know, I suppose around peak and it's been supported by a, um, a highly nutritious diet. They're on how much grass, how much concentrate? So they're on, they're on 1 kg of concentrate at the moment, but it's, it actually is in the process of dropping down to half a kg. So it could, at the moment, the cows are generally on about ha uh, three quarters of a kg of, of ration. Um, with regards to grass, then they're on 17, 17 and a half. That's great. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks very much, Gertie. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast. And my thanks to Caroline O'Sullivan for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey, and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.